Welcome to the Lead Me On podcast, where we give you practical solutions for extraordinary leadership. My name is Lori King-Taylor, and I'm here with my co-host, Lori Gorell. For more than 25 years, we've been educating and coaching individuals who want to transform the way they lead. Join us each week as we provide inspiring conversations to help you increase your capability to lead with greater impact and influence. Get ready. It's time to lead me on. Hello, Lori King-Taylor. Well, hello, Lori Gurrell. How are you today? I am fantastic. Thanks for asking. And how are you? I am doing quite well myself. Thank you very much. So one of the things that has popped up, and right now I'm seeing a lot of the theme around accountability. So when you're in front of a group and you come to the part, because we we both do a lot of the Lencioni work and accountability is one of the uh, dysfunctions of, of a team. And it can also be one of the uh, best things about a team. But when you get to the point about accountability, what kind of response do you get? I think the biggest response that I get, the typical response I get is that groan that I just kind of the ugh that I said to you, I get that groan. I think people see the value of accountability, but they don't necessarily want to put the work in to achieve a good state of accountability. They're fearful of what people will say in holding them accountable. And then they're also fearful of what to say in holding their teammates accountable. And I think it's probably comes a lot from managers of, of years gone by haven't done it very well. And so a lot of us have memory of, of what I would say, quote unquote, people holding us accountable. And it didn't feel good. It, it felt not very constructive. It, it just felt a little in the face. Very and negative. Very negative. And so I think that's why a lot of people do the groan because that's what they're assuming holding someone accountable is that they're, they need to go have that negative conversation with someone. And I love doing the raise of hands. Who in here enjoys holding their teammates accountable? I'm lucky if I get one <laughs> that is willing to raise their hand. And, and I, I do appreciate when they do because they're able to help shift that perspective of what holding someone accountable means. So let's dive in a little bit to what does it mean to hold someone accountable? Because it's not that negative activity that we view it to be. It's not, you know, we have it in a a negative mindset, but it really isn't a negative activity. It's actually extreme, something that's extremely positive for a team. It it is. And it's, so important. It's, it's not just positive, but it's critical for the success of a team. And how to hold someone accountable 
really stems from pre-work, the work you do ahead of that, the work you do as a team to set expectations. What are, what are we working toward? Who is doing what? Um, so when everyone knows what they're playing for, they know what role they're, they're doing, they have their action items, it's sure a lot easier to check in with someone and say, hey, can, I'm checking in on this and waiting on it so that I can finish my piece. And I think, I think the key here too is when you have a really successful team, someone who is driving together, at this point you have already gotten buy-in from everyone on the team. So those team members have bought into what are the major objectives for this project, what needs to happen. And you can use that when you are holding them accountable, because again, it comes to this, you know, they, they understand the importance of the project, they understand what needs to happen. And we might just need to get a little check-in because we all are extremely busy. And sometimes things fall through the cracks or go a little slower. And maybe we just need a nudge. Need and a I nudge. think when we can change the way that if I'm going to hold you accountable and I change the way I think of that accountability is, hey, I know Lori's got a million and one things on her plate and this probably did not rise to the top. So I'm just going to send her a little note that says, hey, still waiting on this piece of the project. How's everything going? You know, are, do you have everything you need? I can't move forward without it. That the accountability check-in isn't punitive. It's not calling someone out. It's not finger pointing. It's not gossiping. It is, if, if you can completely shift that thinking to, by holding this person a, accountable, I am lifting them up for success. They may have forgotten that their piece is needed for you to do your piece. They may not have realized the full importance of their work. They might just have something going on in their world. But until you have that conversation, you don't know what's getting in the way. And so seeing it as an opportunity to help someone be successful, I think, is a bit of a mind bender around accountability. It is. And, and in another piece to that puzzle is they may have hit a roadblock, but they're too embarrassed to ask for help or they're, they're doing their best to try to find the information they need. And just by checking in and holding them, hey, I need that piece. Is everything OK? You know, do you need any help? Whatever you're reaching, you're giving them kind of a lifeline too, in some situations to be able to say, Hey, I ran into a hiccup here. And then if we can get past this hiccup, then I can finish and move forward. It's easier to hold somebody accountable in those circumstances, but to be that team that can gel that way, there are times where you're going to be part of a team that doesn't have those super skills yet when they haven't done all of that growth and development work. And it's gonna be so important when, because you still need to do the accountability piece. This team doesn't have the language. It's, you need to give them the language. You need to say, 
when I hold you accountable and I come to you about these things, it's about setting you up for success. It's not about calling you out. So let's talk about that person who may not have complete buy-in. So maybe they haven't gone through the process of, of, of building that trust and productive conflict and buy-in. And so they might not have the best attitude about it. How do you hold that person accountable? I think sometimes you need to, to step back and see how that person is even thinking about their job. How do they feel about the work that they're doing? They may not realize their value, and but until you ask them, you don't know, or maybe something has happened that they feel devalued because of something else in the process that you have no idea what's going on. So I think it's really worthy of a conversation. There's other ways that accountability plays in, whether the team has done the work or not done the work, holding teammates accountable and making sure that it's not always the manager's responsibility, because I think that's what gets in the way so often, especially with that team that doesn't have the super skills. Right. And I think that's a great point right there is that it's not all, it's not the manager that always has to keep people accountable you keep your peers accountable as well. And I think for the leaders in an organization, it's critical that they emphasize that to all of their team members, that it is their responsibility to hold each and every person accountable. I would much rather a peer come to me and check on something rather than that same person going to our manager and saying, hey, Lori didn't do X, Y, Z, what's going on? And then the manager has to come talk to me. I would much rather that peer come to me directly um, because it will help build trust. It also doesn't put any extra layers of work on an already busy manager, but it's just about being good teammates to come to each other and not making it political or gossip. Well, and putting yourself in your teammate's shoes, like you just said, I would feel better if my teammate came to me than for my teammate to go to the supervisor and have that person come to me. So when you have to hold each someone accountable for something is to think, how would I want to be addressed about this? Would I want them to go to my supervisor or would I want them to come to me directly and let's handle it? at this level without involving other people. And I think when you can change your mind around that and how you view that, it's easier to go to your teammate. Right. Essentially, you know, that step you're talking about is taking um, a look at using your empathy tools, right? How would that person be feeling? How would you want to be approached? How might they receive this information? And I I think that's a a big part of preparing for that conversation. So let me ask you this question. What about holding your leader accountable? Oh, this is a good one. Um, Super hard for people that um, 
like I said, haven't maybe haven't done the, the team growth and development yet. But I have seen it change the team just because one person is willing and courageous enough to hold the leader accountable. It can change everything. And I've seen relationships blossom, even though it's a difficult conversation. There's so much, if you've done well, you prepare for it. You, you have, you've thought through the, that empathy piece. You can have a much stronger relationship with that manager. And I, I've seen that happening at one of my client organizations. And they have done the work as far as um, ground rules, and they, they're um, very committed to their values. And so whenever they need to hold one another accountable or their leader accountable, they frame it around the ground rules for how they said they are going to operate together and or the values that they have all agreed are incredibly important to the organization. And when you have those touch points, right, it can be really powerful but also it's imperative that the leader is held accountable because that sets the tone for the whole organization. And most leaders know that and they will appreciate being brought back to why they should have been held accountable, why it's important for them to adjust. So being a podcast for leaders, it's, really important that we emphasize to our leaders that they need to build an environment where their people feel comfortable coming to them as the leader to be able to hold them accountable. And that leader needs to be able to change their mindset around, hey, I'm the boss. I'm the leader. I'm the one in charge. I don't take directives from the people below me. They need to totally change how they view and how they react when people come to them um, and are holding them accountable for something they might not have done yet or did that they shouldn't have done. And it can be difficult to receive that feedback, right, in in the way of accountability. And so, like you said, having that mindset shift around what it means to be held accountable, why it's important for me as a leader to set the stage of how important it is that the accountability goes all directions. It's not just me as a leader holding my team accountable, it's my team holding me accountable and each other. But you have to set the tone. You have to set the stage that makes that the, the general invitation. So when we think of accountability and we think of the importance of our team members giving accountability to each other and also giving accountability to our leader. What are some practical solutions for extraordinary leadership when it comes to accountability? 
practical solutions for holding ourselves and our team accountable is first is having that general invitation that everyone holds each other accountable and making that part of the rules of engagement. I see the second one being getting into a mindset shift, changing how you view accountability and turning it into accountability being a positive and not a negative. And third, I'm a firm believer that you need to do it consistently. You need to consistently hold one another accountable and not let things slide here and there to practice it consistently. Yeah, because when things slide, it's just a continuous downhill tumble, isn't it? It's like the snowball that gets bigger and bigger and bigger the further down the hill it goes. Well, this has been a fun conversation with you today. It definitely has. And I'm glad that that we had it because, like I said, it's a theme that I've been noticing a lot lately. Well, I just want to let our listeners know if they are interested in having Lori Gorell or myself, Lori King-Taylor, come and work with your team on being able to be a more cohesive team and one that can have accountability. You can check out Lori Gorell at upwardsolutionscc.com and Lori King-Taylor at trinityperformancesolutions.com. Until next week. Until then. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, we would so appreciate a review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss a single episode. If you're interested in knowing more about our upcoming events or working with one of us personally to transform the way you lead, visit our websites. For Lori King-Taylor, visit trinityperformancesolutions.com. And for Lori Gorell, visit upwardsolutionscc.com. Until next week.